Irishman and a Swede walked into a bar. What resulted wasn't a joke. No, what resulted was a serious conversation about fantasy literature, current affairs, and anything that piqued our interest. The only thing that was true throughout all of this is that we went off in tangents all the bloody time instead of sticking to the topic at hand. I'm Ronan V. I am that Irishman. And with me is that Swede, Leif Jor. Leif, how are you? I'm good. I'm Do you good. like the more serious tone, Leif? I feel intimidated. I feel like we've joked around too much about this. <laughs> this is a serious podcast about fantasy literature. And sci-fi. Not sci-fi, Leif. Stop doing that. Always sci-fi. Never sci-fi. <laughs> Except for today I might talk about sci-fi. A what? And, I, and you complain about me? <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. It's because you're always trying to subvert this uh, podcast. When, when I do it, it's it's just a little flight of whimsy. It's and culture. it's okay. It's not culture, man. <laughs> sci-fi can... Can I swear? Yeah, of course. Ah, sci-fi can fuck off. <laughs> uh, before we begin, Leif has poured me a lovely little bourbon. Yep. Uh, what is it, Leif? Uh, it's the um, bourbon that won the San Francisco Whiskey Award bourbon category of the yeah. year. And, uh, but it's the... Um, it's the what, Leif? It's the what? <laughs> Leif, what is it? Leif, Leif, what is it, mate? It's Colonel E.H. Taylor. Colonel. Uh, Colonel, yeah, I can't yeah. even pronounce it. I yeah. used to think it was Colonel. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, Colonel, is that just a different rank? Yeah, but there's no R. Yeah. That's, I don't Why is it Colonel? That's a weird yeah. Colonel. And it's the uh, Castrant uh, release. Yeah. The problem is... Sorry, we got an errant cat who's yeah, just... he loves your bag yeah. and want to attack it. So yeah. the problem with this release is that they have... I don't know. I'm just taking a number out of my ass. Mm. But let's say they have 10,000 barrels. Mm-hmm. And uh, in those, there's like a couple of sweet spots okay. that give them award-winning whiskey. Right? Okay. okay. Um, That's interesting. But they don't mark the barrels, mm-hmm. uh, the bottles. They don't tell you what end of the warehouse you get the from. Right. So the thing I got might be a shitty bourbon, mm. but I can't discern if it's the winning one or the yeah. bad one, right? Before I uh, partake of this delightful nectar, mm. do you know what annoys me? Just to swing it back to fantasy, if I may, uh-huh. on this fantasy podcast. Um, do you know annoys me in some books? Um, and you get it in books which are world building and they've done massive worlds. Mm. They're all typically, uh, not typically, but oftentimes... There'll be a mad little clan somewhere up north that distills a brew that is uh, translated as uh, water of life. Yeah, of course. Always. Yeah. Like there always is. And in fact, I think you'll find in the book that we're about to talk about, they have that also. Yeah. But anyway, the people are always portrayed as clansmen, i.e. Scots. Yeah. And I'm going to call bullshit in that. (laughs) Ireland uh, were were the Scot-Eye came from a longer history of uh, distilling whiskey than Scotland does. Every country has so, a myth about their own Scotland can fuck off also. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, just just a little thing. Anyway, cheers. Cheers. On this fantasy podcast, let's do some whiskey tasting. Okay. Mm. And let's smell it first. It's, it's quite sweet. Yeah. Quite sweet. A little bit of vanilla, I think I'm getting there. Just a hint. We get... A lot of the classic bourbon notes. Not too citrusy, which is nice. I like that. It's a bit 
Huh? I don't know if there's is there something wrong with your other nostril. Yeah, it is. He's doing this thing. Normally, you stick both nostrils in, no. but he's just going one nostril. Yeah. It's a weird thing. One of my nostrils are blocked. So. Is blocked. Uh, are blocked. <laughs> are blocked is <laughs> we're blocked. Fact, we're blocked. <laughs> uh, and uh, I should probably maybe do some surgery or something. But yeah. Oh, it's not just like a cold. No, no, no. It's just blocked. It's been that way for uh, fifteen years or so. Yeah. What? I don't know. Have you got like a Legos stuck up there Probably, or something? Probably, who knows? <laughs> when you're a child. Well, I'm a 40k figure. Homer Simpson, where you. Is that why you're dumb? You have a yes. toy soldier <laughs> pressing against your brain all this time. Hey, it makes me also more strategically minded. Yeah, clearly dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you can't breathe out of one nose. Or it's just I hard. can, but it's like, I don't know, 20%? Or something. Yeah? Yeah. That's bizarre. Anyway, yeah. uh, back to the whiskey. No. Partake. It's quite high up there in alcohol. Mm, smooth though. Yeah, it's fifty-five percent. Oh yeah, you can get the alcohol. Yeah. Like, uh, but then after it settles, it comes very nice. Probably shouldn't have taken such a big gulp of that. <laughs> 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 You're a strong Irish man. Yeah, I can handle it. Leif, uh, I should have said this up top. Um, I'm sorry, folks, that this has taken so long to come out. Uh, what happened was uh, we recorded podcast uh, a little while ago somebody um, I say that as though I'm accusing somebody else it was me on the final edit I didn't save it correctly and I lost it and I thought you knew your shit uh, apparently I don't <laughs> um, it was the best podcast we've ever done or are likely to do right. but it's gone it's gone like uh, we just got to come to terms with that right yeah anyway uh, whiskey mm. yeah that's, that's, a, that's a good brew. Yeah, it's nice. Can you say brew for whiskey? Uh, tipple. It's a nice tipple. <laughs> Go tipple. Yeah. I have no idea. English is not my main language, as you can tell. Ah, no. No, no, no. Surely not. Get out. Is it? Uh, a good concoction. It is a good con- concoction. <laughs> concoction. That's nice. Yeah. Nice, nice amber. Hmm. Uh, yeah. It's quite dry for a bourbon. The, the, the sad part about uh, uh, these are that they are a bit overpriced now. So I don't okay. think I would not actually recommend this to be bought, especially mm. not after that award. Yeah. Um, because unless you get it on <clears throat> the original price, uh, you're gonna have to pay two or three times the amount now, and mm. that's gonna be too much. And and that like when it passes that amount, I think you can get way better whiskeys for cheaper. Okay. Right? And what's it called again, Colonel? Uh, Colonel E. H. Taylor. E. H. Taylor. Okay. They have uh, different ones. I think the four grain is pretty good too. Okay. It's a weird one. Like um, the nose is very much a bourbon, mm. but the taste is bordering on a rye. For yeah, it's me. not that sweet. Right? Yeah, um, no, it's it's quite dry. Yeah. Mm, nice. Yeah. I am also drinking a Brooklyn Lager. Shall we? Taste test that as well. What do you want? <laughs> I think you know that taste. It's pretty yeah. well by now. <laughs> Brooklyn Lager. Let's try this. Faintly nutty, Very, quite Faint, hoppy. Faintly berry. <laughs> mm. There it is. Nice. All right. Nice Brooklyn. Good stuff. Uh, fantasy books. Look at us padding for time. Since, since you're uh, uh, Irish, you yeah. should compare this um, uh, bourbon to the green spot if you want. 
I couldn't. Why? They're not that similar. I know, but so they're. What do you want me to do? It's like yeah, but it's, that's the thing. It's like so saying, you have you have one that's uh, green apples and other flavors, but then it becomes a contrast. You can compare. <laughs> that's easy to compare. Yeah, that's my point. That's a ridiculous point, though. Yeah, but then you, you can that's like then saying, you can appreciate. I, you're from things. Ireland. Historic. They they uh, they make their own tea. Um, oh, here's a cup of coffee. But yeah. that you can compare this coffee to that tea. Yeah, okay. Do you want sense. another bourbon to compare with them? I got no. plenty. No, not just not just now. We should. Should we talk about a fancy book? What? You started this. So, <laughs> so after disappointing everybody by lying last time round, Leif finally got around to reading Queen of Psalms by Raymond E. Feist. Do you or... remember when you say, you said <laughs> you would, hand on heart, you swore, you swore, mm-hmm. and we have this yeah. document, you swore by the time in the next podcast you would have read Queen of Psalms by Raymond E. Feist. Yeah, but I had. Did you? Yeah, I had. No, you didn't. For the last episode, I would never hear no, the episode before. The last ones the loyal listeners have listened to. You didn't, mate. You lied. Well, that's by the by. I've read it now. You and lied I'm... to me, buddy. You lied to our listeners. You lied to yourself. And worst of all, you lied to your I'm daughter. I'm going to take back my whiskey. <laughs> nah, you're all right. You're all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, Queen of Storms, Raymond E. Feist. Yep. What's it about? Uh, it's a continuation of the Fireman Saga. A uh, sequel, if you will. No continuation. Okay. A sequel would actually have to be a good book. Oh, see, <laughs> oh, right off the bat, I like it. Yeah, uh, I did not enjoy. I was so hyped for the first book. Yeah, because I liked a lot of parts of it. Yeah. You can tell the writing was good. Everything was flowing well. A master of his craft. Exactly. I think is what we said. And then the second book was thrown together. Nothing made sense. Yeah. You hijack a ship. Two weeks later, you're a pirate captain roaming mm. the seas. Nobody yeah. can stop you. Um, you swing a sword three times, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you're a master swordsman. Uh, not a, I'm exaggerating a little yeah, bit, but it's but not build up well. No. People come and go. People live and die, and you do not care. And in my yeah. opinion, that is not good writing. What's the film with um, James McAvoy um, and Angelina Jolie? It's based on a comic book. Don't, don't, don't like you know who those people are. Yeah, I know one of them. The other one, I don't know. You know Angelina Jolie. Yeah. You know James McAvoy. No. You know James McAvoy. Name rings a bell, but I can't. Come on, the Scottish guy. I'm horrible. A little bit weedy. You know that. Uh, I think it's called Wanted. Is it Wanted? It's like a comic uh, they, one. They are shooting. Yeah, and, and he can stuff. slow down time uh, by like his heartbeat, adrenaline. He can slow everything down. Maybe I, th- I think I've seen it, but it was like not memorable. Oh, okay. So the blacksmith lad in that has mm. that superpower. That's how they explain away the sword thing. It's like um, when he gets in a fight, mm. everything slows down for him. And they're all moving so slow. That, uh, that's how... That works in fantasy, though. Yeah, that's how they get away with it. <laughs> yeah. But you do get that yeah. uh, in real life. Like, that's a documented thing. Yeah, that's getting in the zone. Yeah, in, yeah getting in the zone. Yeah, because- he, ha- he has that. Like, it's his magical power. That's why he's such a good swordsman. It's not that he's... And he has been trained. Yeah. From since he was a kid, to be fair. Yeah. Still, well, no, it's not... just if, if you're going to pitch that up, I'm going to yeah. swing about it. Because at the same time, is it different to being a smith and yeah, doing it's... some training and actually fighting every day? I'm sorry. So what you're saying is if he's a smith, he should just stick with smithing. Or a hammer. And he can't be good at something else. Yeah, he can't be good with both. Yeah. 
But I don't think he should be able to be. Well, he was trained since he was a child. Uh, that's true for every fancy character. No, but he was, like, because they <laughs> set that up in the first book. Yeah. If you remember, his master trained him in swordcraft, and he did a bit of fighting in the first one. Mm-hmm. Killed his first man. Yeah. So it's not beyond the realms. He, he hasn't just suddenly picked up a sword and been very good at it. Still. What? You can't say still. I've just nah, debunked your argument. No. I think it's not well fleshed out. Why? No, because it's what else not you enough. Um, the other guy being good. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Not him. He's Why not done enough. Well, he has, though. Like, no. That's why I think. I don't think the, the build-up to the powers are enough. It's just... Um, it's a bit rushed. Yeah. I'll give you that. My take on this book... Mm-hmm. Initially, upon first reading it, I just I just enjoy Ray, reading Raymond E. Feist. Okay, yeah. You know, I'm just in the book and I enjoy it. So when I got to the end of it, I was like, yeah, good book. Good, good sequel. About a day later, I was like, hold on a minute. Yeah. Hold on a minute. No, no. And then you got to me yeah. with a couple of things and it made me think about it more. And I was like, that's not a good book. No. What's happened there? But then what? I had a bit more time to think about it. Uh-huh. And then I was like... That's an okay book, actually. I don't know. But Leif, but uh-huh. then... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you flip back and forth, that may fans. It's maybe an average book at the yeah. best. <laughs> um, I, I enjoy reading Raymond E. Feist. I like the way he writes. Yeah. It's very readable. There's problems in this. Yeah, the book flows well, yeah, generally... But, uh, like, people dying and you don't care. Yeah. And characters don't seem to care. They care for, like, one page. Yeah. Uh, it's not a good world-building or believable plot. That is very true. The fact that characters do lose people. Mm. And you get it for a couple of pages. Yeah. Like, maybe a chapter, but then it's... All right. Yeah. It's, it's akin to an action movie when you get shot... In one scene, and then you're like limping, and yeah. then the next scene you're running 100 meters. Because you flat. need to run 100 yeah. meters. Something this book does do well, which a lot of fantasy books don't do well, right. is distances. Because, uh, we'll spoil this, like it's been two weeks, we're allowed to. Who? We're going to spoil the book again? Yeah. Why? Because, <laughs> I, I don't want to dance around the issue for the rest uh, of my life. So there's there's a new big evil. Yeah. Uh, they were kind of set up in the first book, but not to this extent. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they're invading the lands. I, if you, I'm not, I can't be bothered setting up the whole book again because <laughs> we've already done this, but we lost it. We're doing it again. Listen to our other podcast for King of Ashes. Yeah, you know, because that sets it up. This new big evil comes over, and they're just they just they're just there. They just arrive. Yeah. But what's good is, um, they're constantly chasing them, and then they'll hear about other somewhere else. Yeah. But they don't get there in time because distances play a factor. Yeah. And they don't know what's happening. I didn't like that as much as you did mm. um, because I thought there's only so much coastline they should be able to plan better. Mm. But yeah, if you're just reacting, you will yeah. always be after, not. Absolutely. Before, like if right? a city sacked um, three days away, mm. it's going to take three days for you to hear about it. So mm. by the time you get there, it's three, you know, it's three days later, six yeah. days later. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sounds yeah. like Inception no, no. or something. Like one of my favorite uh, crazy stories from history is one of the richest families during the Napoleonic Wars mm-hmm. had a sergeant in Napoleon's army when he lost a battle. Okay. And that guy just jumped on a horse and 
rode home to London, I think, as fast as he could. Yeah. And the, the that day advance notice made them billions. Yeah, yeah. He he beat the he beat the papers basically. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. And knowing that does make huge differences. It does. I think they do that. Yeah, I think he does it well in this book. Yeah. The fact that it happens. I can I tell you what I hate about this book. What? It's one of the things I like about this book. Okay. What? Uh, one of the new characters introduced. Yeah. The Machiavellian plotter. Oh yeah, yeah. Who's supposedly <laughs> behind the whole thing? Not the new invasion. Yeah. But the the fact that uh, the the, the, far, the Ithrace, yeah. the kingdom that was destroyed in the prologue of the first book, yeah. um, the reason why that happened was this Machiavellian church uh, elder. Yeah. But you didn't hear about him in the first book, and all of a sudden he's a major player in the second book. And I liked him as a character. Yeah, it was okay. But he needed more room, didn't he? Yeah, but that, that's why this is a middle book. It, it's... Um Hopefully, a lot of these complaints that we have will be addressed, mm. and then this book will just be filler, right? So this is a trilogy, right? I don't know. With yeah. Raymond Fights, it could be 20 books. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I, I'm pretty sure it's a trilogy. Yeah. But this feels like he should have made this the second of five books. Mm. And maybe the Machiavellian character should have got like a whole book. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. With the other characters just thrown in. You know what about fan? Yeah, maybe. I like the with, I, with his side characters. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the idea. I, I like uh, you know the power behind the throne. Yeah. I like that whole thing, the Machiavellian, you know, yeah. thing. I like that. But his he was just rushed. Like he was brought in, in the beginning. He's amazing. And by the end of the book, he's a side, yeah, side barely. And there. he's fleeing. Like maybe in the third book, he's more of a central character. The names are shit in this book. I was thinking about this. Fancy names are always shit. No, but these are shit. <laughs> are, are, like. Uh, Farmain, fine. Yeah. Ithrace. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Did you read a Greek book, did yeah, you? I know. You know. Mm. Um, but the one that annoyed me the most was... Um, so the group of assassins who Hatu mm. comes from... Uh, we haven't... Like, we're not doing very well in this book, no. are we? But anyway. <laughs> so Hatu's the young lad, the Farmain uh, child yeah. who survived and has been projected, blah, blah, blah. The name of the assassin guild mm. who saved him, or didn't save him, but brought him up and whatever, and shadowy figures. Mm. Um, I'll spell it out. It's C-O-A-L-T-A-C-H-I-N. How do you pronounce that? I have no idea. Koltachin? Yeah. Koltachin? Koltachin. Koltachin. Yeah, that's what it says in the audiobook. Oh, does it? Yeah. Ah, audiobooks. Yeah. How do audiobooks know how to pronounce things? Do they have to they go to the author? double check, yeah. Like, do the authors give them, you know, phonetically, this is how this is probably said? Probably with some harder ones. So, yeah. how is it said? Coltachin. Coltachin. Yeah. That feels like it needs a hyphen, doesn't it? Maybe. Or something? Yeah. But just right now, it looks like coal mm. tachin, which is what you say, but it just looks shit. Yeah. Because you got coal in front. I don't know. It annoyed me. Yeah. Um, do you want to say anything else about this book? Uh, <clears throat> I haven't given up on the series. I will read the third yeah. book. Uh, I was just... It's okay, Raymond. Two and a half. Given from given four out of five to two and a half. That's yeah. kind of a steep drop. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hoping the last book will be at least three and a half, and then I'm satisfied. Yeah. That's fine. Um, also, the whole sea stuff. Was yeah, a bit, it's the sea journey. Was, it's just rushed, isn't it? Even that character, they come back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. Now I spoiled it. <laughs> I spoiled everything. Yeah. But, yeah. 
It's, um, doesn't it feel like if he had made this book three books? There's enough in there for three books, isn't there? Like the the journey. If he made it better, yeah. Yeah, like if, flesh, if everything was fleshed out in this book, yeah. there's three books worth of stuff in there, isn't it? Uh, doesn't that feel like it? Yeah. Like it's the whole sea journey thing. Yeah. It feels like that could be a book. Because like they visited a couple of cool islands and stuff, but it's so rushed and then they get to the end of their journey. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, actually, yeah, maybe. Do you know when I was reading reviews of this? Um, mm. Something came up and I thought I was saying, apparently a criticism of Raymond A. Forrest throughout mm. the years by critics and whatever is that he doesn't write good female characters. I see that criticism about almost everybody these yeah. days. So, yeah. <laughs> but then I was thinking, when I read this, I was like, well, your favorite Raymond E. Feist books make a mockery of him He's saying that. Yeah. But then again, that was a joint effort. So exactly. Maybe. So, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure uh, her input into The Daughter of Empire had a good yeah. uh, influence on that. Yeah. Of course. Um because then I was trying to think of other good female characters in Raymond E. Feist's books. And the only one I could think of was mm. Miranda, who was the sorcerer. And she came in like halfway through mm. the whole Midcamia series. I uh, don't remember, but I, I don't know. I think fantasy has always done female characters better than mm. other genres. Now other genres are catching up. And also... Um, I think it's viewed differently now, right? So you have it used to be that in fantasy, just having the hero be a female was yeah. enough, right? But then now you have to actually write a good hero, like with um, the hero has other interests, so it shouldn't just be a female hero that mm. has male interests, right? Yeah. So stuff like that. It, it should be everything that it encompasses to be a female, not only um, the narrow scope of a fantasy hero, mm. right? They need to have another conver- They need to have a conversation yeah, with another kind of female thing. and yeah. not mention a man. Is what you're saying? Yeah, basically stuff yeah. like that. Those kind of um, thoughts about the whole thing are uh, prevalent in all mm. media now, and it's. Um, uh, a good thing, mm. uh, but it's yeah. I don't, it's uh, hard to uh, yeah. I don't know. Like uh, um, that's one of the reasons I got into fantasy because I liked a strong female lead. I thought that was mm. cool. Like um, you had series that was like Amber trilogy. Like mm. well, that's that's uh, the whole book is about a female, right? Yeah, but a lot of those are nerds' fantasies, aren't they? She has powers and can kill things. Come on, mm. that's cool. Yeah, I don't care. It's it's for me. It doesn't matter. It's like a, a, a Greek mythology mm. has strong female mm-hmm. leads, right? Like you have uh, gods that are not only there to service the male gods, right? Yeah. So. Mm. Do you think in pornography is one of the few industries where women um, do better than men? I have no idea. I need to see numbers. <laughs> well, women probably they don't. female porn stars make more money than male porn stars. It, maybe if or is that only true on the top echelons? Not maybe further down. Mm. Uh, are there enough female producers? Are there enough? I think it's more of a thing now. Yeah, probably. But I I, I don't know, man. I have I'm too no, I don't know this. You <laughs> I don't know the figures. I don't okay. have enough info to be able to. Yeah. Um. Generally, when it comes to those kind of things, 
you think oh no it's the same as if you consider um, uh, gender uh, salary disparity disparities disparity disparity mm-hmm. like you think oh yeah, yeah I know that's there it's probably not that bad but mm-hmm. when you actually see the numbers it's like oh damn mm-hmm. okay we need to do something about this <laughs> there was a I saw a, a good bloody meme or whatever um, the other day which was um, instead of gender revealing mm-hmm. uh, birthdays or celebrations or whatever those you know you pop a balloon or whatever yeah, yeah. instead um, you just give somebody a card mm. and when they open it if there's a pound or a euro in it, yeah. um, it's a boy. If there's 72 cents, it's a girl. <laughs> so I, I thought that was quite good. At least it won't start fires. Yeah, right. So, gender reveal parties are ridiculous. Why? Okay. I don't like the idea. No, no, no. no. It's pointless bullshit. Nobody Why? wants to go. Nobody cares. Have you been? <laughs> no, I, would, well, I probably would refuse you to don't go. Know. Look, look at this. Eat cake. No? Huh? Yeah, but that's the thing. You want, you want, you want to go? Yeah. Say congratulations, have the cake, and get the fuck out as fast as possible. Yeah, what else are you going to do? Yeah, problem is, they drag on for like five hours, six hours, you ten hours. You haven't been to one, how do you know? Uh, friends have been to one. Right. Um, also, yeah. the baby's not even out yet. Shit might happen. Horrible shit might happen. And all I want is for you to have a healthy, happy baby. Yeah. I don't care about this male-female reveal party, yeah, right? That's bullshit. It's not even a might not even come a baby. Like, so when what they should do is have the gender reveal when the baby is eighteen years old, so they can decide for themselves. <laughs> is that what they should do? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that's at least a better idea. Yeah, or sixteen. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I like the idea of mine. I like the idea. Yeah. I'm better. I'm better old fashioned. I like it. I, I I I just you know you pop a balloon or whatever. And you know, yeah, but it's the, for me, it's the glass uh, half empty type of guy. Like, I'm not hundred percent sure this baby's even coming out. Mm. If it's coming out, I'm happy. It's yeah. awesome. But this extra partying until then. Mm. But I was the same with my own uh, kid. Oh, I did not. I did not want to paint the room before the kid. Yeah. I, I didn't want to buy too many things before yeah. because you never know. Like, mate, that's a dark sketch, isn't it? Can no, I, I'm no, no. It's, uh, let me finish. Yeah. So. You go to a gender reveal party <laughs> and they pop a balloon and nothing comes out. And people are like, what? And it's like, yeah, she had an abortion. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, dark. Or a miscarriage. Oh, that'd be bad. Yeah. Oh. That's the thing. It's like, I shouldn't write comedy. We take it I? for granted. Yeah. Like, because our failure rate is only, I don't know, 2% or 3% or something like that. Mm. But it's still a high percent. It's, mm. it's not 0.1%. Women have miscarriage is a lot more than you think yeah, yeah. especially in uh, older ages and then um, uh, not only that oh yeah so you got the baby but the mother died like yeah like, <laughs> like that was a twist yeah like this it is a serious hmm. people take uh, doesn't um, realize how dangerous it can be to give birth mm. um, especially like in the US, like this, they have the best healthcare, but they have. No, they don't. Yeah, in some instances, um, if you have the money and. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah right. Um, but they have an uh, unacceptable high uh, mortality rate for mothers and kids mm. when they get given birth. And it's ridiculous. That's um, because their healthcare system isn't good. It's only for rich people. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I, not only that, like some of the uh, procedures and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, people just take it for granted. And it's not. 
Okay. The woman who invented the or says she did the gender reveal, you know, the first party. Uh, the woman who coined it or did the first party planning for it or whatever she okay. was. Yeah. She came out against them recently. Yeah. Said they're bullshit or people have taken it too far or something. Of course. If you can start a forest Mate. fire with it, you definitely did something wrong. Mate, um, like food diet that generally doesn't taste affect the taste. Mm-hmm. So like, as long as you get cake, like I don't yeah, care if it, the icing right. is blue yeah. or pink. Normal, sensible things. Mm. Sure. I'll rock up just after, you know, they've cut the cake and it's blue or pink icing. Mm. And I'll go, oh, ah, great. That was a good party. Take a wee slice of cake, and I'll go. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Just want the cake. Oh, no, yeah. man. Point yeah. is bullshit. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Also, is there cake? Does it affect the amount of happiness I have for your kid? No. So it's, I, I, I'm just but happy you have a kid. You're part of it, though. Is that not... No? I, I think it's mainly for them to create an Instagram video. Mm. And that's even more of a thing I hate. So... Good. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to talk. What have, what have I been reading? I hear you ask, is as you do a, every week. I have no idea what this podcast is about. Uh, fantasy literature. Um, I have been reading. I have been reading. Uh, or I have read, I should say, because I finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob J. Hayes' War Eternal, which includes Along the Razor's Edge. The lessons never learned from cold ash rises, or from cold ashes rises. Okay. Um, they're fine. Uh, it's a trilogy. It's the very definition of filler books. I've seen people recommend these. Right. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> no, they're fine. Like they're fine. They're just. Uh, very tropey. Um, I, I've seen he's done a lot of things, and it'd be interesting to read something that he's written recently to see if he's got better. Okay. Do you know what I hate a little bit about things like this? Mm-hmm. Um, is the fact I haven't written a book, and I think we've said this before. You haven't written a book. I get yeah, it's hard. Like it's hard. No. So like in my mind is very easy. Okay. <laughs> so it's easy, Rob J Hayes. Yeah. You should have done better. Uh, <laughs> these these are fine. These they're the very epitome mm-hmm. of fine. Well, sometimes that's nice though, right? Yeah. Like um, uh, sometimes you don't want a super intriguing book. You yeah. just want an action-filled, relaxing book. Yeah. Um, Right, and then... These are fine. Um, What I will say infuriated me in this book. Wow. Infuriated me. So there's this other book, which I an author I really like, James Clemens. Okay. We've spoken about him before. Big fan of his. He kind of just stopped, and he did what most fantasy authors do when they kind of stop. They go off, write a bit of television, probably write a Star Wars book, because that's what they all seem to do, (laughs) and then come back. Later on, he wrote uh, the Witches series, but it was W I hyphen T C H. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. told me about those. The We Etch or something. Ugh. Nice books. Every time you read that, though, mm. you want to punch him in the face. <laughs> so, in this, um, it follows Eskera Helsium yeah. and 
She's uh she's not a sorcerer, life. No. Don't make that mistake. What is he then? She's a sour sorcerer. What? S O U R C E R Y. Was it a typo? You think, and then he just went with it, like sour sorcerer. How does it even make sense? Doesn't. That's the thing. I. It could be part of the book is their is magic he system. A lot? Well, no, part of their uh, magic system is. Uh, to have magical powers, you have to imbibe, like, uh, or s- swallow, like, um, a bit of rock. And maybe that leaves a sour taste in your stomach because they can only have the bit of rock in their stomach for X amount of time. Yeah, that's Otherwise probably it why. It's starts, horrible. And so they have to take, like, a bitter weed to spew it back up. Do you think that's what it is? I think magic systems has gone too far. What, what happened to the easy Dungeons and Dragons magic? You throw a fireball, there's a fireball. Done. This is everybody have to do their own magic system, and sometimes it's ridiculous. This isn't a bad magic system that they have. It sounds bad. It sounds bad because of Sourcerer. And we now think they called it Sourcerer because of this. How? Who invented swallowing rocks? That guy should be dead. Rob J. Hayes. No, no, no. I mean the first magician in that. Well, no, that's explained. I I quite like their magic system in this. I I won't lie. Um, Well. I like the magic system as it pertains to humans. What? As it pertains to the jinn and the... I'm never going to read this book. No, no. <laughs> anyway, so let's get off this sour sir. Did read, he even say it out loud? I've read one book where jinns are portrayed well in my life. Painted Veil? No, the... Painted Man series? It's pretty good. Yeah, okay. yes. I like that show. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, two then. Okay. <laughs> the other one is the uh, Golem series. The um, which one? Who wrote Painted Man? Peter V. Brett. Peter yeah. V. Brett. Yeah, it's a good series. Yeah. Have we ever talked about it? I don't think we have. Except for it Golem ends. and the Jin uh, by Helen Wicker is the one I meant. Okay. Yeah. Off the top of your head, you managed to pull out. Yeah, definitely. that's impressive recall. Or buddy. googling. Googling. <laughs> Googling. Googling. Doing the googs. Yeah. Anyway, can I, can I talk about these three books? Life is that is that possible? Can I get through it? I thought we were done. Are we done? I don't I've know. told you nothing about the I heard the, the name so- Sour, sir, and I don't want to know anymore. It's about Iskera Helsen, two massive empires well, colliding. Iskera is her name. Eski, I think, is shortened to the book. How do you pronounce it? It doesn't matter, buddy. <laughs> um, her and her... Mate, uh, basically, are the two most powerful child sorcerer sour fuck off magic users. Sour magic users. Let's just say magic. (laughs) Did he ever say it out loud? Is my point. No, probably not. Yeah. Um, Google if the if I'm wrong. What's the American spelling of sorcerer? Okay, let me see. Uh, And he's not even googling. He's safari. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to use the Google app. Okay. Anyway, so. Basically, the other emperor overruns them. Yeah, S O R C E R E R. Yeah, like an enormous. <laughs> Your spelling is terrible. Yeah, I, I love how you did that. S O R S C C R. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Exactly like that. Yeah, that's how you spell it. Um, the Do you know what? Screw this. I'm going to talk about the other book that I read. That I'm actually nobody want to hear about this shitty book. It's fine. He ruined it with that sour thing. Yeah, Rob J Hayes. It's a perfectly seri- uh, serviceable, serviceable no, series of books. Clearly not. It is. If you can't recommend it to me. Do you know what they do? Do you know what they do? Which, okay, in, say in the, the initial best book, thing about that book. 
the best thing the best thing about these books the one sentence to sell it all I read them very quickly (laughs) (laughs) they're short you know what you can also read very quickly a good book do you know I I will it feels like he's feeling it out like him so Eskera is the main character. I can't even pronounce the name. Do you know how she does it, though? It's very much... um, She's got the end of her story, Mm -hmm. and now she's recounting her story to somebody. Isn't that exactly So she's like... like, So it's... it's No, but it's a lot of... um, Oh, uh, uh, this person annoyed the hell out of me, but little did I know, in a couple of years, they'd be... She'd be like a sister to me. Yeah, I still hate it. Yeah? No, no, <laughs> it is badly done. Yeah. <laughs> like, the bits where you're in the action or whatever is fine, but mm-hmm. a lot of it is, oh, you know, um, right now, I, I didn't know why this person was with me, but uh, in a hundred years or whatever, a couple yeah. of years' time, they'd be more important to me than my own self. It, it was things like that. Or, and you're like, fine, you know, fine. And it gets to it. At no but point you'd stop reading. All of the stuff. Like, the whole story happens in the space of a couple of years. Yeah. Right? And it's three books. And all the stuff she's recounting, a lot of it happens within the three years. Yeah. But there's not time enough for these things to happen. Yeah. And her mates basically go on a voyage, whatever, and they got to whatever. But her mates on this, hmm. she's a very unlikable person. There's no reason for these people to not have just gone, do you know what? Hmm. Fuck this. You're a bit of an asshole. I'm out. You know, the thing the, is, though. Oh, go. Okay. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that's unlikable. I'm pretty unlikable myself. No. Depends. No. no, but you're not purposefully abrasive. No, okay. I, I'm just a yeah. dick sometimes. Yes. A lot of people <laughs> are dicks sometimes. Yeah. But she goes out of her way yeah. to be purposefully abrasive. Yeah, that's annoying. After yeah. a while, you go, nope. Yeah. Next. Just, yeah, you would. You go, yeah. I've invested a lot of time in this. You're still a dick. I don't understand what I get from this. Yeah. Um, in fact, I've lost a lot. I'll just I mean, go to the right where you go to the left. See ya. Again, we've amazingly described this book, painted it you know, <laughs> vividly. Vivid picture. Yeah. But, uh, what the hell? Uh, my cat is going crazy. Yeah. Give me a second. So I'm, I'm going to skip these three books. Rob J. Hayes, I am sorry, buddy. But also, the, the books were fine. They were fine. They were fine. But they were fine in the sense that when somebody asks me how I am, and I go, I'm fine. Isn't it's, I'm not fine. I'm just, no. I'm all right. Okay. But. So isn't this a problem though? This is what I was alluding to before. Mm. There's so many books out there mm. that you could have gone, all right, let's go top 10 historical yeah. fiction and found a book way better than this. Absolutely. Do you know what the word alluding means? Because you didn't allude to it, but I, I that's literally it. what yeah. you said. So. Yeah, but you didn't seem to understand it. No, so I wanted I to prove the point again. I understood. <laughs> These books were fine. Anyway, yeah. I'll tell you what I did read. Mm-hmm. Uh, KJ Parker's new book, um, How to... KJ... Piss off. <laughs> KJ Parker's new book, How to uh, Run an Empire and Get Away with It, which yeah. is the direct sequel to... Um, what was it? Uh, Something on the wall? 16 ways to defend the walled city. Yeah. The thing is, go. I wanted to read the first book yeah. just because of the title. I know yeah. nothing about it, but I like the title. It's good. Do you know what I, I read? It's weird. KJ Parker mm. is a pseudonym for Tom Holt, who's a comedy writer, okay. ostensibly. Mm. I, I read some reviews about this. Isn't KJ Parker uh, well more well-known than the other person? No, I wouldn't say so. Because I know KJ Parker, but I don't know Tom Holt. That's because you're not kind of into that kind of literature. I read 
all the fun things? No, I, I think I'm pretty sure Holt is a bigger name. You sure? I think so. Okay. Um, let's say you put in, is KJ Parker a bigger name than Holt? No. A- anyway, so yeah. I read the sequel. Um, I had some issues with the first one, okay. but I, re- I reread the first one in anticipation God, of the second one. grumpy. Yeah. So <laughs> in anticipation of the second one, I reread the first one, and I, I was actually a bit unfair with how it ended. Okay. It did have a natural conclusion, mm. but it kind of set it up for a sequel, and yeah. I wanted more. But I found out what I wanted more of in the first one was the main uh, protagonist. Okay. Um, and, of course, you don't get that no. in the second one, because the second one occurs six years after. You get some returning characters, but like a lot of K.J. Parker's books, um, the names are just... I said this to you before. K.J. Parker has a style of writing where it's like almost compiling lists. It's like an engineer's fantasy book. Why would you want to read that? A lot of it is like history. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, As as described in Euclides' uh, book on how to defend a a city. Yeah. You know, a lot of it is that. Like it it kind of, it does a very good job of booting you into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't need to know these things, you know they're just part of the world, and it, get, it does a good job. But also, you get a lot of names, yeah, all the time, so you forget which names, yeah, who's yeah, who. Okay, so like yeah. there were returning characters in this one, and I just reread the other one, yeah. But I was like, who's this? Uh, okay, you know, he um, wrote a lot of books. Yeah, the thing is, Holt or KJ Parker? What? KJ Parker or Holt? KJ Parker. Both. Yeah, Holt's written more. The same person. Weird. Um, so a lot of those books has ended up on my Kindle somehow. Yeah. But I never read them. You should. I am a massive fan. I even... Um, the Shadow books. Yeah. I started those. Probably the worst. Probably the worst. I We discussed this before. Yeah. Um, can, can I... Leif, is there any chance I could just review this book? No. Because is there, is there any chance? <laughs> I, you just keep talking about other stuff. Why, why haven't you reviewed, reviewed it already? Because I'm trying to, mate. And I'm starting to get drunk now. Good. <laughs> can, can I just review this book for once? Isn't can I just 2020 re- the year to be drunk? Can I just review a book, Leif? Yeah. Just this one time on this book review podcast. Without can spoiling I just, it? Can I just review a book? Okay, without spoiling it, though. I, it's difficult to... <laughs> you kind of know which way KJ Parker books are going to go. Why? Because... Uh, I, want, I want to say they're all the same but they're not mm-hmm. but they follow the same sort of beats that's not good yeah um, this one it follows this guy Notker who's a professional he's oh, described as don't right? <laughs> who's, prof- <laughs> who's described as a professional liar in actuality he's an actor okay um, isn't that the same thing uh, no, I would say no because when you're acting, you're not lying. Okay, uh, a good lie. actor yeah, is yeah. not lying. Okay. They are what they're acting to be, and it, it does a very good portrayal of this. Yeah, um, it's not as good as the first one. Mm. It's good. It ends a bit differently than KJ Parker's books do. Okay. Halfway through it, I got the sense that I'd read this before. And obviously I haven't because it's just come out. That's common in a lot of books yeah. though. Yeah. And then I realized this book, with the exception of the how it ends, uh-huh. it almost does it, but it does a double turn, a double twist in the end yeah. where you go, ah, KJ Parker's doing what he always does. Ah, okay. And then, okay, 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 KJ, okay. you got me. I appreciate that. Yeah. But it reads almost exactly the same as um, 
the folding knife. Okay, yeah. Which That's is one of the books I have on my shelf and I haven't read it. You should. It's, it's a very good book. Yep. And The Folding Knife follows a civil servant who basically takes over okay. a, a walled city right. and nice. defends it against an external threat. Okay, sounds good. Whereas this is an actor mm. who takes over. I bought over. it for a reason. Right. I don't know why I remember it. it. It's very good. Right. Uh, this follows an actor who takes over a walled city mm. And defends it from an external threat, and they both have a woman in it, okay. who the person loves. Stop spoiling. I'm not like this is all just yeah, beats yeah. that you can find anywhere. Yeah. Um, they have a woman who they love, yeah. who you don't know if they love them back. Okay. Yeah. Are are the women aren't convinced that the person loves them, hmm. so maybe the woman's going to betray them. Okay. Yeah. But then they actually do. Okay. But then also all protagonists in KJ Parker's books are kind of unfeeling and if you did meet them in real life you'd go oh this person has no feelings okay this person is tantamount to it, it's an engineer taken to the nth degree yeah it's data from Star Trek okay it's that kind of thing you know it's uh, it's doing it's the it's the old thing and we talked about before mm-hmm. it's like um, they would if Genghis Khan came up to the city and yeah. said kill a baby on this wall or massacre everybody yeah, yeah. in a fancy book you don't kill the baby in KJ Parker's book the protagonists would go, that makes sense. Yeah, I'll kill the baby because I'm saving all these people. It's very much like that. It's very practical. It's very real. Yeah, it's very... I, I'm, I'm thinking in 1500s. Okay. How many babies? Two? Three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, in fantasy, it just doesn't happen. No. Like, obviously. Because or if it's it always does, a hero yeah. or something. Yeah. Or if it does, it happened to another city. Yeah. Or it's a twist to help out and stop yeah. the baby killing. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Um, or they do and they get punished anyway. Yeah. But in this, it's, it's very much... The person's practical mm-hmm. to the point... Like, it's kind of ridiculous. I read a lot of reviews of these, and a lot of them are like, oh, for fantasy uh, comedy, this is brilliant. It made me laugh out loud. I was like, why? I, I don't understand it. Yeah. And then I reread a couple, lot of reviews for KG Parker's, and I was like, am I reading these in the wrong way? It seems like it. Because <laughs> a lot of them were like, uh, but then I was like, maybe because they came over from Robin Holt. I keep saying Robin Holt. I'm not sure if it's Robin. It's definitely Holt. Uh, maybe I'm getting Tom Holt Tom Holt I'm, yeah. I'm going Robin Hobbs oh, okay. Robin Holt uh, then I thought and maybe a lot of them came over from Holt whereas mm-hmm. I discovered KJ Parker first yeah I've never heard of Holt so okay yeah. so that's why it made me think maybe they're expecting a bit of comedy okay. uh, but it, I, I can't understand how anybody would think this is comedy like there's comedic elements obviously yeah but it, it's so matter of fact and yeah ooh also a mm-hmm. uh, funny bit of this which is great um, do you know I, I think I said this a while ago KJ Parker's the whole world all the, all the books are connected in the same world okay but you don't know when what place but you hear about tribes like they all always talk about a northern tribe of people and whatever and you're like I kind of vaguely remember that name yeah. and that's because that northern tribe is the southern tribe for right. another book in I, this sorry can I'm I looking, can I, can I can shoot, I, shoot. okay in this yeah. one of my favorite bits mm-hmm. was they talk about um Ah, but you heard about the wasteland uh, in the Two of Swords. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know the one where he did like episodic yeah. things, which is great. Um, they talk about it, it's ostensibly about two brothers, mm. master uh, generals who can't beat each other, so they just keep feeding into the war machine, people after people, okay. until it depopulates large parts of the land and whatnot. But it's, it's nice, actually the realistic. machinations of a third party okay. sort of thing, yeah. engineering this so they can set up a perfect utopia. 
in this say, it's mentioned. Yeah, but why didn't you... That, that sounds like a good premise. It is. It's great. Yeah. All those premises are great. But in this book, they mention that as okay. a historical thing that happened. And they're like, uh, oh, yeah, of course, that land's now a desert. Uh, okay. uh, do you remember? Because that's what happens if you just it's feed good, people into good. a war. Yeah. And that's what's happening here. So you got to be careful. This is like Remini Feast. Loved it. Because you have, you've written so much, you can yeah. bring in things. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm looking at Tom Holtz. Yeah. None of these books appeal to me at all. The covers are shit. The titles are shit. Yeah. I'm like... They're not shit. It's that kind of thing. It's a, probably a British thing, but I don't understand it at all. It, it, I, Tom Holt very much is. It's a British humor comedy yeah. series. I've read a couple. I, there's one about a rabbit, I think. I can't remember. Okay. Rabbit, rabbit of the Apocalypse or something? If you've seen those covers and titles on a shelf, yeah. never buy them. Yeah. Yeah. You need to read the blurb and get the thing, yeah. I guess. It is what it is. Some people like that type of thing. Um, How to uh, run an empire and get away with it. It's a great title. It's a good book, Mm. but there are caveats in that it very much feels like I'm rereading The Folding Knife. I think I'd rather read The Folding Knife. The Folding Knife's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, The protagonist... I like I I do theater, Mm. and... I liked a lot of his descriptions of theater okay, and why people do theater mm. and what they get out of it. Because it, there's a whole thing about why do we do this? Yeah. It's not the money, yeah, no. obviously. Like even <laughs> if you run a theater, you're not doing it for money, yeah. you know, because that's not what it is. And then it's, do you do it for the people? And you're like, mm. no, because who are the people? Yeah. You know, do you do it for the applause? No, because sometimes there's nobody there to applaud, but then sometimes yes. Yeah. And it's like, why do why do actors do this on stage? And it, I love his running commentary on that. Okay. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I, you got to suspend belief a lot of times in this book, but it's good. I will not read it. No? Could you recommend it to me? Yeah. Would I recommend it's, to everybody? <clears throat> it's a difficult one. Yeah. So, same as with the Raymond Refis thing. Mm. You would probably recommend some of his earlier works. No, because K.J. Parker's books, mm-hmm. apart from, I would say, the Fencer Trilogy and the Shadow one, which yeah. are a bit... He hadn't quite found his groove, I feel. Okay. The rest are all this. Okay. They're all this. Like, all his books mm. are this. You know the how protagonists I- are all... Uh, they're all essentially the same. Okay. But, like, in a good way. Like, they all have characteristics, and they're all from different backgrounds. Yeah. But they're all very practical... Not psychopathic, because they do love. And that's why he always has a woman, I feel. The reason that they're doing it uh, is because of a woman or a daughter. You know, I want to make the world a safer place for my daughter. So I'm going to conquer half the world. Kill five million people. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's that kind of logic, which is crazy. But I'm not a parent, but, you know, I got people I I like. And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would do anything for my daughter. So I'm going to subjugate an entire nation. The only reason I bought my first KJ Parker books yeah. was I went into Cypher Store. Yeah. I've read all of these things, all of these things, all of those things. Mm. Can you recommend me a book? And one of the people there recommended me the the Viking thingy. Uh, the Shadow trilogy. Oh, okay. And I read half the first book and went, no, this is shit. That... The Shadow one's weird because the Shadow is... I think it's okay if you go yeah. through them all. But I yeah. couldn't get into it. Problem with the shadow one was um, the guy has no identity. Yeah, that's probably because uh, yeah. he 
was fumbling about too yeah, much. He's a cipher. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's nothing there, and it's a bit. I can't identify with this. Yeah. And it's all from him. That that was my problem with it. But okay. that changes a bit. Okay. Turns out he's a god. Uh, Spoiler for you. Still something I don't I like. I think so anyway. Yeah. No, so, no, we, and oh, then right, yeah, my yeah. second buy was that the folding well. knife. Yeah. But I haven't read it. But I think I would like that more. Folding knife's brilliant. But if you read the folding knife, mm. every all the characters are usually the same. Same beats. But they're all very well done. Okay. And if you're talking about an original voice, which we're not, I'm mm. just saying it's original voice in fantasy who does, writes different fantasy to everybody else. Okay. It's this. Yeah. Oh, also, no magic. There's never any magic. That's fine. Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. I love it. That's fantasy. No magic. Does yeah. there have to be magic for no. fantasy? I don't think so. Uh, is there magic? Shadow there was a bit. Mm. Um... No, it's like things happen because they happen. It's just brilliant. I love it. Do you know the Fencer trilogy? I love. I, I've always thought um, if you're going to like infiltrate or like invade a city. Oh yeah, I have that book on my Kindle. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, I've always thought mm. if you want to like invade a city. Yeah. Right, and they don't really know you're coming. Mm. Like, and they have trade. Yeah. And it's happened in a couple of books, like you know, whatever. But just have lads walk in. Yeah. You know, and it does happen in books. They do it brilliantly in this. Okay. They have a lad who comes in um, and he wants to conquer the city for whatever. So he just goes in. He gets a job. He makes himself useful. He goes around. He asks, like, laborers and whatever. He's like, oh, like, how did you build the wall? Hmm. And they're like, oh, taking an interest. That's great. Uh, well, I'll tell you exactly how we did it. Oh, but uh, it's a bit weak here. I'll, I'll tell you this. Yeah. And then he goes off to other lads and he's like, because that's how it, yeah. it would happen like that. Exactly. Somebody took an interest. Yeah. And they weren't threatening, you know. If you're smart, but you have the planning. Yeah, If yeah. you put the uh, army up against the wall and yeah. then do that, yeah, it doesn't work. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, great. Good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very realistic, these books, but not. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. KJ Parker, How to Run an Empire and Get Away With It. Right. Um, good book. I'd recommend it to you. Would I recommend it to everybody? Yeah. I might read it. Just because I love the title of the first one. Read the first one. Yeah. Because um, then you get more from the second one. Okay. I'd also read... What? You can't read the second one without reading the first one? That's Are what I'm saying. Insane? Read the first one. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd also read... Do you know what? I, I, would almost, I would almost say read the... Um, is it Two of Swords is the series? Yeah, that's like 15 books. It's not, though. Oh, yeah, about 15 chapters. Yeah. It's it's not. I would almost read that first. Because right. the payoff in this book... It's worth it. When you get that little moment... Okay. It's yeah. brilliant. I loved it. Okay. So I was like, hold on. <laughs> that happened. Okay. That's good. Right. And it, because like I said to you before, he does this thing where he, he name drops mm. texts or periods in history that have happened, like, uh, these people did this or whatever. Yeah. And then to find little nuggets like that where you're like, that did happen. Right. Yeah, okay. Nice. I like what you did. Yeah, yeah. I like the world. Anyway, great, great book. Yeah. There's too much to read out there, though. There, there is, mate. There is, yeah. but you can only do what you can do. I was thinking about going through the Rivers of London thing. That's also like 15 books or something. I don't know, with all the side books. It's only like three books, isn't it? No. Three main books. It's like nine? No. And yeah, definitely. That's quite recent. The Ben Ar- Arnovich. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I think it's nine. And then yeah. it's like, every book has a side book. <laughs> you know, like a tiny, so, like, 50-page, I don't know, PDF or something. Yeah. 
there, there's a name, right? Because we're talking about in fantasy names that you read and you're like, how do you even pronounce that? That's a stupid name. Ben Arnarnovich. You're like, it's a terrible fantasy name. Yeah. I can't say that. Okay, Ben Arn, you're Arn. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Done. Yeah. There's, yeah. No, that's, there's only like three books in that. No, no. He just released the third, I'm sure. No, it's a lot. No. That's Are you lot. sure? Yeah, I bought them all and put them on my Kindle. Okay. And it's a lot. Okay. I think it's 15. No way. So I think there's nine main books. Do you want to bet? Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's bet. I'll tell you what. Here we go. Yeah. Let's bet on how many books he's got in the main series. Main series? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nine. You're saying nine? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to say eight. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying eight. No, no, no that's the you bet. You said three. Or okay, something. okay, okay. Let's bet. The stake is whoever loses. Has to read Gideon of the Night. No, no, yeah. that's too much of a punishment. No, that's it, mate. That's the punishment. That's <laughs> no, the bet. No. That's the no. bet. Yeah. No. Uh, you say eight? Don't be a coward. How can you say eight when I said nine? I'll say five. You say nine. Okay. That yeah? makes more sense. Okay. okay. Punishment, read Gideon of the Night. Gideon of the Night, yeah? Okay, done. All right, okay. We're looking it up now? Yeah. All right, I'm going to look it up in the Rivers of London. I don't trust you. <laughs> uh, all right, we're looking this up live. Yeah. This is crazy. I'm looking it up. Ben Aronotovich. Wikipedia. Okay, so there's oh, he's, clearly... He's a lot older than I thought. Six, seven, seven point five, eight. Eight books. In the main series. Yeah. No? Yeah. False um, values. Rivers in London. Eight. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. <laughs> so you novella, have novella novella yeah i know so you can't take novellas no no but false val- false values is actual number eight false values what else false values you can't have that yeah, of course yeah it's Wait. a real book none no so two three four five so that's six no yes no six is the hanging tree no lies rivers of london moon over soho mm-hmm. whispers underground Broken Homes, Foxglove Summer, yeah, The Hanging Tree. That's six. Yeah, yeah. Lie Sleeping. Seven. What are you talking about? Lie Sleeping. Yeah. Okay. Seven. Yeah. False Values. Eight. No. Yeah. It came out in February 2020. Yeah, you can't have a book that came out this year, buddy. What? That doesn't <laughs> make sense. Changing the rules. You need to read the Gideon no, of the Ninth. I'm looking this oh, up. Oh, this is so good. No, this is so good. I'm re. I'm looking this up. Rivers. Oh. Of London series. I'm almost having a boner. <laughs> a reading boner. It's really weird, mate. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm looking this up properly. Yeah, false values. No, is... I, I'm looking this up. Like, there's a loophole here somewhere. But... How, how is the loophole, loophole there? I don't understand. There's a, a plenty of 7.5 and stuff like that. 6.5. I don't know. 5.56. Okay. But there's eight books. Okay. One... That's a short story. Two, three, okay. four, five, six. It's part of the main series. Seven. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's uh, fine. That's fine, mate. I wanted to read it anyway. Yeah, uh, you wanted to read Gideon of Night, don't you? Uh, on that this just ridiculous <laughs> note. Um, I have a history of just making bets. That's why I never do a quiz with me because I always think I'm right. You also have a history of then trying to 
weasel your way out I'm of those. Weasel out. Like, I, I have to do something. I have to do something. Um, Enjoy that book, though. It's going to be awesome. Damn I'm looking it. forward to review. I'm looking forward to discovering that I actually like it. Oh, yeah. Open mind. I'm pretty sure the writing is actually... Open mind. Because otherwise that many people would not like it. So we were talking about a third world war happening. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that kicks in before I start this book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fantasy in space. It's going to be interesting. A new... It's the new Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars was good. I've read some of those books. I like them. Okay. Cool. All right. Good. Look forward to it now. <laughs> um, guys, thanks for listening. You can, as always. Leif, where can they find us? Brilliant, no Leif. Thanks very yeah. much for that, buddy. <laughs> uh, you can find us on tangentaldiatribe.com. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, which is basically just this. Uh, <laughs> so it's not really worth it. Um, if you want to throw us some money, you can find us on tangentaldiatribe at patreon.com. Uh, if you want to reach us, and please do, send us an email. If there's a book you want us to review in depth like we do, Did or basically gloss over... Emails? Uh, uh, please send us an email at tangentaldiatribe at gmail.com um, shout out to Moses for the theme music um, but for how long does he get our thanks until he has to Forever. something new is that just what it is yeah, yeah that's what it is okay it just means we don't have to pay him any money uh, uh, <laughs> as always I have been Ron V thanks for listening with me as always a drunker and drunker Leif Leif Thanks very much. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks. All right. Bye. (laughs)